music. We got some music. Seven long years and your boy has finally got music. It's happened. Hell froze over. We're good to go. We got some music. Welcome everybody to the B-League Pick'em's, not quite Pick'em's show, show. We're going over another best ball draft. Last time you saw me, we did this uh, pre-Super Bowl where we threw in a few props as well. Uh, but here we are. It is a nice sunny uh, Saturday afternoon here. And we are going to do a best ball draft. We got a $3 uh, best ball going on. 30 second timer, nice and easy. It has just started. Uh, you will see here, I am naturally at the end of the back. I am here somewhere else. Where are we going to throw the board up? There we go, nice and easy. I am pick, I guess, 10. This always happens naturally. Uh, we're going to go over a few things differently today, but hey, why not? Let's have some fun. Best ball season is here. Maybe it's a little bit early. Get in, Jamie. Send the link. I sent the link. Join in. Check your group chat, mate. You can drop in anytime you want, mate. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go over a nice, easy, uh, nice, easy draft, uh, and we are going to go through that. I've done a few of these so far. A few are. Uh, a few big boards, a few uh, a few puppies, a few bits and pieces. I know the uh, rookies in softball. I think me and Jeff might end up doing one of them. Uh, that'd be a little bit of fun. Try and get him in there too. But uh, for what it's worth, I mean, we're going to be on the clock. We're at uh, pick 110. At this point, I mean, I'm probably just going to double tap our wide receiver here. I'm going to fade the position. I finally got the 101 today. That was, uh, that was an interesting to start with McCaffrey and go from there. It's an incredible build if you can do that. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks. Good. Yeah, thanks for your support, Jamie. Jesus. Yeah, I did want to be here. No, thanks, mate. Jeff, what's up? That music? Very good. Can't wait to hear that on our... Uh... No, no, play the music, Jeff. I, uh, I got... Uh... Yeah, no, it was really interesting. I finally got in there. We're going to go and pick 110. Uh, Bijan's falling, which is interesting. People are staying away from him. Puka Nakua, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson. Uh, yeah, something about these receivers that are that late. Garrett Wilson, maybe if Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is back again. Puka uh, going in the first round is just, what a trip that is, huh? Garrett Wilson's gone before. We're going to go Bijan Robertson. We're going to start here. We're going to go Hero Ball at this point. We're going to go Hero RB. We're going to stay away from the rest of the position. I actually like the idea of uh, Zach Robinson there in Atlanta. I don't hate it. Um, part of that ethos is a good run game. Man. You look at what, what they have in Atlanta. Was it Steve Jackson at that point? He did really well when he was there too. They've always had an okay run game. I do feel bad for Tyler Algier a year or so ago. I think he looked pretty good. Um, but, you know, BJ's just a bit better, isn't he? So uh, here we go. Back on the clock again. We're going to come back around. Uh, man. At this point, I'm going to go Nico Collins. It's nice and easy. We can line him up with Stroud if we want. Stroud's popping off at around about the fifth, sixth round. Uh, that's very early uh, as well. Uh, not as early as, uh, was it Marvin Harrison? Oh, my God. The, the, the way that people have him teed up to just outplay everyone this early, it's kind of maddening. But, hey, what are you going to do? You forgot to put Ickles at the end of the show name, Balls. Yeah, well... Well, you know, I actually had something funny as my name lined up, but uh, somewhere else, it's not there. But either way, uh, this show generally should go for about 45 minutes to an hour. It depends on how quickly people draft. Uh, it is 20 rounds. It's half point PPR for those that have done it before. Uh, we're going to do a, a couple of these shows, uh, ideally randomly. Uh, I don't like to do them 
every week because the you don't really see too much variance in how people draft. Uh, can get a little bit interesting as you go along. Uh, every other week or two, you'll see a lot of change. People respond to news differently. It, it gets a little weird. Uh, any changes, anything I see weird at the moment? I, I mean, A-Chan there going that early as well. That's, I mean, that to me, that's a lot of, uh, I mean, good luck. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a lot to me uh, as well. Kyron Williams there at the end of the first. I mean, everyone's projecting him to do the same thing that he did a year ago. I don't see how they don't bring him some help. And if that's the case, that could be a little bit of a problem for him there. Uh, I like Brees Hall there. And if you're going to get it, Brees Hall at the 1-7, you should be very, very happy. I'd probably go a couple of spots early. I would take those first three receivers out, depending on how much uh, exposure I had to Brees Hall. I would be very comfortable taking him there after Jefferson uh, as well. DJ Moore's going early. I feel like he had two massive games and it, it really just blew up for him. Uh, naturally, I played against him in fantasy both weeks. Doesn't help. Uh, but that, that for me is a very high for uh, DJ Moore as well, I guess. He, he, what, he hadn't really cracked what, a wide receiver 19 at some point. And then he goes wide receiver five a year ago and that's it. Brandon Ayuk is a free agent. That bothers me as well going at the second round as well. Rashi Rice is a, an interesting one too. We really got to hope that he does the same thing and that, that the competition they bring in or the, or the team player that they bring in to help him too uh, does it intrude. So that could be a problem as well. They don't really go that route. Samuel there are like at the end of the second. Tank Dell is going a little too early for me uh, in the third round. I think there are better players there um, and that's problematic uh, to me. I, I just think Tank Dell early third with the amount of plays that they could still bring in. Hey, listen, what happens if Saquon Barkley goes to the Texans, right? Like there's a lot of work that, that's just going to go disappearing in the receiving game. That's going to go to him too. They probably need another receiver there because Noah Brown is not really it. Neither is John Mechie. Uh, Titan Dalton Schultz is now a free agent as well. So that's problematic, I think. Uh, Mike Evans is the next free agent going off the board there that uh, – Really, where he lands, I'd love to see him in Jacksonville opposite uh, Christian Kirk. I think that would be a fantastic landing spot for him. Also gets those Florida taxes. Fantastic for, for those people down there. You know, you don't want to come up to New York when you hit your age 31 season and get, like, diced 40% every week. You don't want that, right? So, Jalen Waddle's an interesting one. He was a guy that was going maybe around earlier a year ago, and he had a weird season. A couple injuries here or there kind of niggled about. It wasn't really helping him. We're on the clock next. Travis Etienne's there. I don't really want to go running back, running back. Uh, Malik Neighbors, Devontae Smith, Drake London, Cooper Cup. Oh, my God, it is atrocious. A couple quarterbacks in there too as well. Let's try and get a Philly stack. Let's go with Jalen Hurts here. Let's see if someone goes uh, Smith, Neighbors, or whatnot. We're, we're up in a couple of picks time. I'm guessing I'm going to get stung here. I just got stung, and that was a waste. Fantastic. Well, it was worth a shot. Oh, well. We thought we'd go the Philly stack there. I thought it was closer together, but I absolutely was not. So we're going to tap a wide receiver here as well. Uh, safely drank London. I don't mind if you want to go that route because we've got Bijan, but I'm going to go Cooper Cup if he's still on the board. T. Higgins back in Cincinnati as well, which is great for him. They're going to give him the franchise tag. He's going to shoot up in a week or two's time. Uh, Cooper Cup we're going to take. I think he's going to have a rebound year. Um, you know, obviously he came into the season a little banged up. He gets banged up a little bit during. And then obviously the emergence of Puka Nakua. I don't think it's the end for uh, 
Cooper Cup. A lot of people, and you've got to really dissect the information that you're getting because when we, we go online and we read all this sort of stuff, it's generally coming from a dynasty content perspective. Yeah, okay, go, get, get away from Cooper Cup. I understand that. But at this point, we were looking at one year and a half PPR. This guy's a folly monster. He's going to get us halfway across the world, and that's what we want. Jamie says Keon Coleman to the Texans would be good. Sure. I mean, I just I don't know how much they're going to invest in the position straight away. And I, I understand that might be the appeal of Tank Dell in that regard, but I, I still kind of feel like they have to get some help there for Nico Collins and Tank Dell and for Stroud as well for his development. A third receiver would be nice. Uh, how early they need to jump on one is another thing. That's 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 up for for the people that know more than me. I think it's up for them to to debate that one. But I could see maybe a day, you know, late day two. Maybe they pick up on someone, and that'd be great for them as well. Uh, not much else there as a surprise. As it would, I can't believe I've gone Jalen Hurts now. I didn't get Smith. Now I'm absolutely bummed out. I may as well just kill the recording and start again somewhere else. But either way, ah, oh, we won't do that. We're on the we're on the board uh, in another what twenty picks. So. It's all right. Just another round and a half for me to just panic and freak out. Anthony Richardson going in the early fourth. That's, I mean, I guess he's got what Jonathan Taylor there as well. That's decent. I understand that. Interesting. And then we've got a bit of a running back group going Pacheco, White, James Cook. Again, these are guys that ended up in your in your uh, your RB one range last year, or inside your running back one range last year. So I understand that James Cook had, had an interesting season. The touchdowns weren't really there, were they? How do you how do you even gauge that with uh, Josh Allen? They're just siphoning everything from you. Jaden Reed in the early fourth. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about that. That's um. Yeah, that one got me, that one. Jaden Reed in the early fourth, that's incredibly early, and I don't buy into that at all. But if that's your wide receiver, what? Wide receiver three? I get it, but there's so many different people out there that are just like him that you can get, and I don't think I would have bombed that that early on him. However, we're going to be on the clock in about five or six picks at this point. I've got a quarterback, a receiver, and a running back. I don't hate what I have at this point. Uh, If I've noticed anything so far, about the best tight ends suck this year. It is atrocious. And yeah, granted, we had a few injuries and a few guys got banged up. You look at the injuries that they had last year. Travis Kelsey came into the season injured, right? He missed week one. Uh, then you look at what Hawkins having a Hawkins of Mark Andrews. Uh, there were a couple other guys. Schultz, not, Schultz missed a game or two with a hamstring. Uh, got it was injured in there as well. Like, it was just a mess. Like, not great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and it's it's not even about Jamie. I don't think it's about the Packers receivers as a whole, like going at 80th. And and fine, like you know, that's probably a three round discount on where that's probably a three round discount of where Watson was going a year ago. And he had it. He had an injury plagued season, and obviously he came off the hype with Aaron Rodgers into love, and he missed a lot of all that. And then obviously you see the uh, progression of Dubs and and obviously Reed and Wicks and. Hell, even Malik, he's had a game here or there, right? Like, so there are guys that kind of chipped in and helped. Do I really want to be going and grabbing a guy who might be their third best receiver on any given week in the fourth round? Probably not. Stroud goes away in the fifth round, so that kills me off there. But Trey, McBride, 
Trade McBride going in the fifth round is like the biggest anomaly to me at this point. Like I and I understand some of the names that he's going ahead of, but to go ahead of Mark Andrews, like that to me is just madness. Like you, I get it. Like that he didn't have Zach Ertz. Okay, so now Kyler Murray's back. Okay, now there's no. I understand how it works, but they have to bring people in, and it's a different coaching staff to what we've seen. I, I just I have no real faith in regards to like tra- taking Trey McBride that early. And you have to be sure that you can go get Kyler Murray in a round or two's time. There goes Mark Andrews, and that's a big kick in the sack. I did not need that right now. Uh, Calvin Ridley's a free agent. I'm not really a big Ridley guy. Uh, McLaurin's in there too, but we don't know his quarterback. It's a really tough spot out there at this point. I am a big Christian Kirk guy. I will reach for him every day of the week. However, not right now. I'm looking at Kincaid and Kittle. You know what? I don't have much of this guy because I don't believe that Tyler Lockett's not going to be there. But hey, let's go Jackson Smith and Jigba. Let's do something weird. Let's let's go take him as our uh, wide receiver too. It's not something that I'd want to do. Uh, you've seen some of the builds that are on the board at the moment. Some have gone wide receiver heavy, um, and I could see him where Reed went as a not a, not in the fourth round, but as like someone's third receiver off the board. This is how it's worked out. It is what it is, and we're going to get by like that. We're looking at Kincaid and Kittle. I don't hate the idea of taking Kincaid or Kittle here. I can't get the stack with Allen. Kittle, maybe I can uh, tee up with Brock Purdy. And that's not the worst way to go as well. Uh, Chris Godwin's still there with no Mike Evans. I think that might be the safer play. Even though Kirk is there with Trevor Lawrence, and I know I can get Lawrence. Oh, both, both quarterbacks. You look at Lawrence. He's going after pick 100, and Baker Mayfield's still back in the middle of nowhere, really. We're going to go Christian Kirk. Big Christian Kirk guy. We've got four wide receivers at this point. Let's have a look at our build so far. Where are we? We are going to get out of this. Look at Dan getting technical. Jalen Hurts, Bijan Robinson, Nico Collins, Cooper Cup, JSN, and Christian Kirk. I don't hate that at at this point. Remember, it's 20 rounds at this point of the year as well. Uh, And that's something that people do forget about. Look, there's a lot of wide receiver heavy teams here. Look at that. Four off the bat. Pick two's gone Hill, Adams, Dell, and Flowers. That is incredibly interesting. And I was just really speaking to what the way that people have been drafting give or take lately. People are just, and this is that sweet spot you're talking about round five to about round seven or eight. It was, I do laugh about it. I do laugh about how they call it the dead zone because like there's always someone that lives and kills for everyone, right? But the idea that like this dead zone is just filled, filled with like so many free agent running backs and guys who've had other people, like look at Tajay Spears, right? Spears to me, and I, we, I think Jamie was talking about this the last time I streamed. It was it's funny. It's really kind of stuck out to me. And I, I was trying to think of the comparison to this time last year. He feels like Khalil Herbert. And I know that's not the greatest. I'm not talking about how they play, believe me. But you look at what happened for Khalil Herbert last year. It was David Montgomery's gone. It's wheels up for Khalil Herbert. And, and this is what we're saying. Okay, Derek Henry's gone. It's wheels up for Tajay Spears. Before Herbert knew it, it's a different coaching staff that's in there. In comes Foreman, in comes Roshan, and Herbert's just another guy, and you're dropping a six-round pick on that. I get the upside, but... Yeah, I know, you, you mentioned White before, but, and, and I think I said to you, I think Roshan Johnson's that guy. I could go get Samir White in the same range and hope for the same outcome at this point. Um, Aaron Jones in the sixth round, I like a lot. Like, Aaron Jones, no AJ Dillon. Their backups there are just atrocious. They have to address the position at some point. 
they're not a team that doesn't go out and do that early. I don't think. I think Dylan might have been one of the earlier running backs they've had in recent time. When they drafted Jones, I feel like uh, Jamal Williams went around earlier. Didn't they go like round five, round six, or round four, round five? And that's me going back. I'm not the biggest history guy, but for Aaron Jones in terms of longevity, Nick Chubb going off the board in the sixth round is a good spot. I think in terms of safety, I would have gone Montgomery. I don't mind where he went at all. Kincaid fell that far. Wow. How about that? Jamie's at the 108 in his underdog draft. If it's a live draft, let me know how it's going, man. I'd like to know how, because uh, we're drafting in similar spots. If you want to just keep me up to date, that'd be great. And it flies by. Like the, the, the underdog drafts, they fly by for a while, and before you know it, you're 55 minutes deep, and you're just you're wondering what happened with your life. Either way, uh, we're going to come back on the turn. Uh, Chris Godwin, again, without Mike Evans there, he gets a slow draft. Oh, have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> I do like a slow draft. I'm in a couple at the moment, but yeah, not much to talk about with that one there, Jamie. But, you know, good luck. Uh, yeah, 108, you're looking at that... Uh, if you're lucky, you know, someone gets a little uh, sheepish, maybe you can get yourself a Brees Hall in there. It's, there's nothing worse than being at that 108 and you're like, do I really want Puka Nakua? Well, I, I get it. He had a hell, of a, a hell of a year, but, oh, man, it's just a bad spot to be in. How about that? The, the Jets having two players in the first round, having our Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson go that early. That's kind of wild, too. Having a bit of a quick run here. Tony Pollard, free agent again. I'm not so sure about him. I, I mean, I'm... If anyone watched anything of mine last year, I, I told you very, very aggressively, stay away from Tony Pollard. You're not going to be very happy this year. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, look, and this is a guy before he got hurt, was going, what, mid-second round, gets hurt. They bring in Zeke, or they bring in Zeke, he gets hurt, and now he's fallen back to the seventh. He's literally the only player from the Patriots I think I can name at the moment. And, I, and I've been going over it like, okay, new coaching staff, new this, new that, like, it's like Parker, Juju, Kendrick Bourne. No Hunter Henry and Mike Jusecki. They've, they've hit free agency and you're like, Zeke's gone too. And what are we doing in you? Ramondre is the only player there left. Like, good for him. Squid games in New England. Unbelievable. Hopkins I like this year. Seventh round value. I think that's fantastic for him. We're on in a few picks time. We're going to be on. I'm going to try and build the rest of my lineup out. A few running backs here or there. I feel like it's a bit of a sweet spot there. Eckley can go James Conner, Najee Harris. You want not, what, what, an Arthur Smith running back? Yeah, okay, fine. What's he going to do? But yeah, James Conner, I don't mind as my RB too. Again, I say it before, I'll say it again. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get 12 games of chaos and then nothing. So, you know, that's okay. We'll go again. If he falls, that is. I'm going to get siphoned again. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get absolutely done here. This happens every time. Thank you for joining me on a Saturday afternoon. Interesting day. Feel like the weather's turning. It's a good day. Hopkins is going around Watson. Who would I rather have? At this point, I would probably still lean on Hopkins. He's the only, he's the only game in town at this point, right? I am going to go James Connor. I do like Brian Robertson this year, though. You know what, let's go James Conner. Let's see what happens here. People are staying away from Austin Eckler. Look, last year's what, 103, 104, 105, Austin Eckler? No way. I would probably still lean on Hopkins at this point. I think he's got another year where he's just going to get volumed 
he's going to find him. He's like a cheat Devontae Adams at this point. You don't like the team he's on, but he's going to get a lot of work. And I, I think that's going to be good for Hopkins this year. Levis at times, it's funny I just mentioned Adams. Levis at times and O'Connell were kind of close together in that regard, how they, how they were going about. Um, I hope for the Raiders' sake they move on from Adams. And, and, you know, if the Titans can get anything for Hopkins, I'm sure they will. And Hopkins will land on his feet no matter what. He's, he's just freaking awesome. But, yeah, at this point, I think I'd still lean on Hopkins. Um, and that's not a slight against Watson, but it's it's the opposite. Like, he's just got a lot of people around him that are going to intrude with any real progression. Like, if it's not Watson's, it could be Musgrave. It's not, if it's not Musgrave, it could be, I'm absolutely going Brian Robinson Jr. Let's see how Cliff Kings, uh, like, it, maybe it's a Cliff Kingsbury thing. Maybe I think he's going to be doing that for me this year with uh, Robinson as he did for James Conner. Uh, yeah, so with Watson, you know, it is just one of those things where, like, you don't know the game it's going to be. And, it, you know, it could be a Dontavian Wicks game. It could be an Aaron Jones game. It, you know, yeah, you have to hope that he pays off more than what we hope for at this point. If I want a Packers player, I'll just wait till the end and I'll just take shots on someone else. Kyler Murray there is just a bargain in the eighth round. Oh, man. Kyler Murray in the eighth round is a bargain. He's especially in this format in best ball, he has the potential to be a QB one every week. And I know we can say that about Fields and Burrow and, and Dak, but Kyler Murray just feels value for money at this point. Big fan of Kyler Murray this year. I wonder how you guys are feeling about Brock Bowers going that early. He's going after George Kittle. Bowers has gone as what, the sixth tight end off the board, give or take. So we've gone Laporta one, Kelsey in the fourth round. McBride... And Andrews is the three and four. Kittle, Kincaid, then Bowers. So, so Bowers going as the tight end seven at this point. And I say this to everyone all the time. Like a year ago, the way we were looking at tight ends, it was Michael Mayer at this point this, la this last year that was the, what, the number one tight end off the board before Kincaid. Everyone was talking about Mayer beforehand. I know people want to say, no, nah, it's Kincaid, it's Kincaid. No, Mayer was the name that was up there too. He's going about the tight end 19 now, and there's no Austin Hooper in his way. I mean, if you can't get past Austin Hooper. However, I'm just saying to go a rookie tight end that early, it's that's that's aggressive, you know. Ingram, again, no Calvin Ridley, probably no Zay Jones. That's a great spot for him to be in. You can get that stack with uh Trevor Lawrence soon as well. I don't think Dallas got it's gonna fall. Dallas got it might fall to me there, and we can get a, an Eagle stack. Right. That's what the Giants fan over here wanted, an Eagles stack. I'm going to reach for an Eagles stack. If Bowers lands on the Bengals or the Chargers, I'd take him. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'll tell you what, man. We're talking I, – I vehemently disagree with this premise. I'm going to put, the, I'm going to put this up on the board. It's, it's, nice, it's nice to think that the Chargers are going to turn anybody into anything. They are there to run the ball. I have zero faith in anything going on in L.A. at this point. Zero. Greg Roman, I, I get it. He had like Mark Andrews once upon a time. Cool. I, I don't care. I, I have zero faith in anything Chargers related. I None. In terms of the Bengals, I can't remember the last relevant tight end that they used. Tyler Eifert, maybe. And that was a, a long, long time ago, uh, to be honest with you. So if I really, I think Bowers on the Bengals might have been interesting if Higgins hadn't have 
and the stuck about they had giving the tag. I think that might have been interesting. But for me, I just how about that? This how about this over here? Check this out. These guys have gone bang bang tight end tight end. So he's got Ingram and Joker. They've come around and they've gone Pitts Ferguson. These guys nothing fishy going on there. Have you guys ever been in like a draft and gone, these guys are all in a room drafting together and they're just like playing with my emotions right now? Because this happens to me like at least once a week. Yeah, so I mean, Bowers, I mean, where would I like to see Bowers go? If you're talking about a team that you can go to that's got a good quarterback and that's going to, I mean, we're talking about he's probably going to go at like the top 10, top 12, right? Like it's, it's nice to think he's going to go earlier than that, but. Let's have a look here. Let's have a look. Brock Purdy's in there. Do I want that stack? Oop, I didn't end up getting him. I thought I was going to get him. Josh Downs going that early? Josh Downs going in the 9-7 is aggressive as well. Considering Alec Pierce was out playing towards the, down the stretch as well, that's kind of wild. Either way. We're going to be up in two picks. Down goes Franklin as well. So we've got Dubs, Downs, Franklin. Probably prefer Frank, Franklin out of the three. Let's see if we can get Goddard here. Let's fulfill this stack. Let's see what we got here. Because, you know, getting on Hawkinson at this point, I think I'd rather go get Goddard. Caleb Williams going before. Oh, my dear God. Okay, we're going to go got it, and then we're going to come back around. Hawkinson goes after that. Uh, if we can grab Trevor Lawrence to round out that stack there, that'd be kind of cool. With Christian Kirk, I wouldn't hate that at all. So we've got a Philly stack that's kind of gone off. Schultz is gone. Komet's gone. We've got a block of tight ends. Look at that. Brock Purdy's gone. We're going to go Trevor Lawrence. Nice and easy. We've got our second quarterback. We're going to fill the rest. So we've got two easy stacks. We've got an Eagle stack and a Jag stack to start with. I don't hate it at all. Um, let me have a look. I'll tell you where I wouldn't mind seeing Bowers. I'm going to bring this up. I'm on my phone at the moment, so bear with me if it looks like I'm not paying attention. NFL draft. Order. There we go. I was trying to think of the word draft order. Let's have a look at that. Bowers, at this point, if we're going to say hypothetically, he goes, let's say top 10. Let's start with top 10. No one in there is going to jump that early, those first five picks. I mean, the, the Chargers have so many holes. And I, I just, I can't see them going tight end that early. I, 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 I could make a case that the Chargers will go back and go bring he, uh, Hunter Henry back, who's now a free agent, and going to go get Brock Bowers. I could see them doing that. And that kind of sucks to say, but, you know, Hunter Henry's had a pretty pretty garbage a couple of years. So he's priced himself down a bit. He's going to go back to the Chargers and do what he did with Herbert. I could see that happening. That's more realistic to me than them going Bowers at pick five, a tight end at pick five. That is way too early. Ugh. The Giants have Darren Waller and I would be devastated. I mean, I'm a Giants guy, but we have way more needs, way too many needs, you know, like a quarterback. We need a quarterback. We need receivers. You know, Bowers probably isn't going to be the answer this early. The Titans would be interesting. The Titans would be interesting at seven with Levis. I would be okay with that. Still early. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers, that could be interesting too. You look at like the Jets receivers. They've got what? 
Garrett Wilson and then what, Aaron, Alan Lazard. They lost Hardman, Randall Cobb. If you told me the Jets landed Bowers at pick 10 with Aaron Rodgers for a year or two, I think, I think that'd be pretty pretty cool to see. Pat Frymouth, basically by need, Frymouth is a guy that's, I've seen him jump a couple of rounds the last few weeks. Basically, on basic need, look at that block of Titans. Pitts, Ferguson has gone six there in the past, like 15 picks. And I, and I get it. There goes Keon Coleman there in the 11th. And here you're getting to that space where we've got like a bunch of back-end like running backs. Our team at the moment, we've gone Hurts and Lawrence, Bijan, Connor and Robinson, Nico, Cup and Jigba, Kirk. Got it. So I don't hate how it's looking at this point. We're going to be on the clock in a few picks time. Let's see what falls here. Okay, there goes White. There goes Jonathan Brooks. FFL, what's up? Happy Saturday, my friend. Couple running backs off the board. Luke Musgrave there as a second tight end. That might be interesting as well. Receivers aren't that much. There's a few on the board there. Rashid Shahid's interesting. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go Luke Musgrave as our second tight end. It's a bit too late to look at anything else in regards to uh, tight end going a bit further back. Uh, Kate Not much more going on around there either. So we're going to a bit of a break here. So Musgrave, we're going to pack it in on. I actually don't mind going off to go get Tucker Craft for like in the like 15th, 16th round. That's not the end of the world. We're going to come back around. You look at the receivers on the board. Shahid, Judy, Mitchell, Davis. Blake Quorum's an interesting name. Trey Benson's another interesting name. Kendra Miller could be a guy that opens up as well. Don't really have any Kendra Miller this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I was between two minds there with Shahid and Musgrave. I think two, three, four, two. Let's get weird. Let's get Blake Corum. Let's do that. Let's go Blake Horn. Let's do something weird today. Let's do that. On the odd chance that he goes to the Chargers and he just gets pounded to death. Physically speaking, from a football perspective, nothing else. Ty Chandler's in there too. He had a decent back end of the year. Gabe Davis hitting free agency as well. That's an interesting one. I was in another chat group uh, before and uh, they said that would be the most Carolina Panthers... Uh, Free agent pickup, Gabe Davis. Yeah, you're going to go grab a guy that's been okay here or there, and the quarterback still can't get him the ball. Brandon Cook's going in the 12th round is a bit of a mystery to me. I, I think outside of, I don't know how, I don't know how Dallas don't address that position and Cooks isn't, you know, I think, he, I think he's just a casualty of this. So Cooks going in the 12th, it feels like Michael Gallup a year ago. It's just, it makes no sense. So it is what it is. But there's some good names. And, and at this point, you're really taking spots and trying to fill the rest of your lineup out. Uh, the way mine has shaped out, if I was trying to, maybe Matthew Stafford, he could be another guy. Geno Smith, in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, Stafford's already gone. He went the seventh. I was in a draft a few weeks back. I've mentioned this before. He went the seventh round. Stafford went the tenth. Good Lord. Incredibly early. 
Where are we up to? We're up over here. Juno Smith's a guy we can go get in a few rounds' time. He's in there as well. Drake May, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield. Some decent players popping up and off. Kind of need a few extra receivers at this point. I don't mind McConkey. I don't mind Worthy. I don't mind Michael Wilson. So if they happen to fall to me, I'd be pretty happy, but I don't think it's going to happen. Jerry Judy, what's going to happen to him this year? They have toyed with trading with this boy for the past three seasons. This poor guy. And if it wasn't him, it was Sutton. What a mess. Sutton had a big year last year, 10 touchdowns. He broke his uh, previous, what, year two best? I think it was. He did that as a sophomore. Baker Mayfield, 13th round. I get it. I guess this early in the year, do you really have to, how many quarterbacks do you really want to be taking? Worthy, I don't mind Wilson. Thielen's in there too. Wondale Robinson. You can go Wondale into Daniel Jones as well. A couple of pieces in there if you wanted to uh, fill in a cheap stack. Wondale started to figure in decently down the stretch as well. He was a very interesting player from the Giants' perspective. I feel like they've always wanted him to keep going into doing more, but they've always loaded up with way too many uh, slot receivers. Last year, they started with Wondale, Sterling, Shepard, Jameson Crowder, and there was one more in there as well. It just made no sense. It is what it is. Ah, no Michael Wilson for me. That's a shame. Josh Palmer's in there too. Roman Wilson's an interesting name. A few different players in there. And there goes Wanda Robinson. Very good. Someone's listening. I guess that's the problem with live streaming a draft. Will Herbert. Oh my God, you poor thing. I don't like anything going on here. Oh my God. A couple of running backs on the board. Bucky Irving, Braylon Allen. Don't mind Marshall Avoid. He's actually right. I don't mind him at all. Do I want to do the funny thing and go get Quentin Johnson? Do I want to do something funny? I don't want to do that. I don't think anyone's Quentin Johnson at this point. Poor guy. She's Kevin White, wasn't he? Drake May's gone. I don't mind Braylon Allen. Let's do something weird. Let's go get Braylon Allen. Let's, let's get a little weird here. Let's go Braylon Allen. And we're going to tie him into some Geno. We're going to get Geno into Jackson. And that will round out any other stack that we need. I think we're going to tie that up at three quarterbacks. It's 20 rounds. If this was 18 rounds, I don't think it's something I would have dabbled with. But for those who only went with two quarterbacks a year ago, my God, would you have been bothered by that? Uh, tell you what. Josh Palmer, Quinton Johnson going back to back. You can see those guys flipping. Well, that guy here, let's have a look at that. We're going to go Geno Smith, and we're done with quarterbacks for a while. Let's have a look at this guy here. He's gone two charges back in receivers, back to back. Quinton Johnson, Josh Palmer. And he's punched eight wide receivers at this point. I mean, and charges receivers, you're going to go Josh Palmer into uh, Quinton Johnson. That's a... Uh, 
it's all fun and games until Jalen Guyton now produces you, I guess. We're hitting that back end of this draft, round 14, lots of fun. A couple of coaching changes in there this year. I, I don't mind, uh, I really don't mind what's happened in Tennessee, to be honest. Levis, Levis could be in for a big year. Callahan, if he can get him to just start moving around a little bit more and they get him some receiver help. Hopkins in there. Hopkins in there with that. Nick Westbrook, don't do too much. I'm actually worried for Chig. I'm actually worried for that guy there, but you know, I think they're on for a bit of a revamp as well. So uh, the Texans, they had a pretty decent run there with Ryan Tannehill, didn't they? Tannehill's going to be an interesting free agent where he could end up. He's had a few decent games in him. Mario Douglas. There you go. There's another Patriots player, I guess, if that's what you need. Patriots players in your life, Demario Douglas. Who else is there? I don't really know. Tyquan Thornton. He got cut, didn't he? Pretty sure he got cut at some point last year. No, nope, he's still there. Tyquan Thornton's still a Patriot. Lucky him. They draft the weirdest people. I mean, I, you know, they're going to try and do it the same. Who's it? Van Pelt's there now? It doesn't matter. Who's their quarterback? It doesn't matter. Oh, 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 you'd have, if, say, say you're Drake May, right? And you see Caleb Williams go first. You see Daniels go second. You've, you've got to be sitting there sweating bullets thinking, I'm going to go to the Patriots. What are we going to do here? You'd be freaking out. I would be anyway. Actually, you'd be pretty happy, I think. <laughs> I got drafted number three overall. I've gone to the Patriots. You'd be pretty happy, I guess. But at some point, you'd be sitting there going, well, maybe this is what's best for my career. Either way, we're back into the last five five rounds we've got left of our underdog draft. It's a $3 best ball, 30-second timer. It's all half-point PPI. If you haven't done, done so already, as always, head over to underdogfantasy.com, promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks on your initial outlay. As always, subscribe to our YouTube. Hit those alerts. Find out when these shows are on. Come find us over on Discord. It's a free Discord. It's fantastic. It's growing very strong every, every week. Obviously, we get into those mock drafts as well. We got we are the kings of mock drafts. I'll say that out right now. Jeff does a phenomenal job about pumping mock draft after mock draft as well. And especially with like the Scott Fishbowl coming up soon. I know people are applying for that. We pump out some of the best mock drafts out there. Very engaging, always filling up, very frequent too. So it's a good place to be and get that information first as well. Keaton Mitchell is an interesting name going after Elijah Mitchell now and Zach Moss. I'm just thinking people are taking players in alphabetical order now. We've got Lloyd, Moss, Mitchell, Mitchell. That sounds about right. Zach Moss has probably worked himself into a, another position. He had a decent season when Jonathan Taylor was out injured. Now he's hitting free agency as well. I wouldn't actually mind seeing him back at the Colts. Be a good place for him to be. He did. I think he did well. And it might be different there with Richardson uh, coming back after an injury playing season. Well, we're on the clock. Uh, let's have a look. Stay away from Daniel Jones. Oh, my God. Not a whole lot to go off. I have absolutely dropped the shark here. We are going to go. I actually don't mind Trey Palmer. Let's go some Trey Palmer. I think he had a decent year, Trey Palmer. He did all right as the Bucks. He was like a fifth-round draft pick uh, last season. Uh, had a few games where he either had a, a few chunky games of yards or he had a touchdown here or there. He actually got saved by that, but I actually don't mind him at all. 
Uh, again, no Mike Evans coming back at this point. I think it's a good spot for him to be in. Again, as my wide receiver five, I'm okay with it. Uh, Traylon Burks is an interesting one in there too. I thought that might be different as well. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. I don't think I want either of those guys. Damian Pierce is the only game in town. Do you know what? Let's go Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson is going to be a guy that's going to land on a squad somewhere. I think he's he's got the ability and he's got the, uh, you know, he's very versatile. And he's a big boy. Actually, that'd be a killer, wouldn't it? Like they get rid of Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce is thinking, okay, fantastic. It comes to Antonio Gibson. I think that'd be a great landing spot for him. It's like a cheaper sake one. I think that's the way to go. Uh, you know, everyone wants to like align every running back there. So it's silly, but I could see someone like Antonio Gibson at the Chargers. I think that'd be a great spot for him to be. I like to see him in Baltimore as well in a bit of a committee. I think that wouldn't be a bad spot for him too. Could I see him as somebody who maybe spells... You know, I was going to say someone like a Tajay Spears. That wouldn't be the end of the world either. Someone like Gibson in there too. So actually that would be a decent spot for him. I think Antonio Gibson's going to have... He's very young too, I think. Going to have a lot of suitors, I believe. So I don't mind getting Gibson as my running back six. Probably going to pack it up at the position there. Some of these players off the board going now, Marvin Mims, kind of fallen from grace. Elijah Moore, he had a hell of a game that last game before he got knocked the hell out. Uh, Zay Jones, again, a guy that's probably, I don't think he's a free agent, but I feel like he's cut capable. Curtis Samuel, free agent. Uh, he's another player in there too. Jalen Hyatt, I don't mind as a Giants guy. You know, he's, you felt like he was just either a yard too fast or a yard too short for whoever was throwing it to him, but who the hell was throwing it to him? Uh, Tucker Crafts in there too. Derek Carr falling to the 16th round. Considering he's going to be there for a couple of years, they're not going to replace him. It's kind of wild to see Carr fall that young. Bryce Young is just getting smashed as well. So look, you're talking about being in the 16th round. And of all the positions that you could say is probably diligently spaced out, quarterback is there. Like if you're still getting it, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Bryce Young in the 16th round, you can very much wait a fair bit and you'd be fine. Now, is going Jalen Hurts something I wanted to do? No, not really. I thought I could get Devontae Adams on the turn. Didn't work out. Got gold it. That's fine. But, you know, you, you can wait at that position fairly frequently. There's still a bunch of quarterbacks on the board, too. You're looking at Levis, Wilson. I guess McCarthy's going to fall into a spot now, too. Sam Howell, I guess. Aiden O'Connell, I guess. And you've got to look at some vets that are coming a little bit later. Joe Flacco, Ryan Tannehill, too. Jarrett Stidham, I guess, is still the only quarterback in Denver, for what it's worth. I mean, Russell Wilson's still there, right? But is he? I mean, is he still there? I guess. Bunch of our rookies going through as well. You're looking at Walker and Leggett. Uh, Ray Davis in there as well. Uh, in the 16th round, we've got four rounds to go. We're going very well at this point uh, as well. We have punched through to 43 minutes, which is about right. Again, you're going to do these drafts. It's going to take maybe... I mean, you can get unlucky and have someone that auto-drafts but takes the 30 seconds, which is a bit of a nightmare, but depends what you can get out of it, I suppose. Uh, but we've got about four rounds to go. I'm probably looking at adding a couple tight ends, uh, maybe a rookie and a vet just to see where we go. I believe Sanoa's pretty decent. We're grabbing Hunter Henry in there too. i tell you what, a tight end that I like that you can get in the last round that I feel like has... The potential for wheels up is Brevin Jordan. He's shown some big playability. Jordan, uh, Devin, uh, Dalton Schultz is a free agent. 
if they don't add a tight end through the draft and he is what he's year three year, I'll tell you what, I, I don't mind a guy like Brevin Jordan, I think, in Houston. It depends on who they bring into their pass catching game. But he showed he was more than capable to do that. And for them to have to go to him and not break the bank uh, to keep Dalton Schultz, I think that'd be huge for them. So a guy like Brevin Jordan is someone I've got my eye on at the back end, the last round of uh, my best ball drafts. Some of these receivers are just nightmares. Andre Oshinus, he might be a guy that we look at. A.T. Perry, I don't mind too. Josh Reynolds. Javon Baker, I like. Chris Rodriguez, he's in there too as a running back. A few decent players in there too. But we're really looking at wide receiver and tight end to fill out the rest of our draft. Uh, only a couple receivers there with five, and I'm not really happy about how that panned out. Thank you, Jalen Hurts. Uh, but it is what it is. Receiver group for what it's worth is Nico Collins, Cooper Cup, Jackson Smith and Jigwe, Christian Kirk, and Trey Palmer. Probably a little exposed there, but I don't mind my running backs at the moment with Bijan, Connor, Robinson, Corum, Allen, and Gibson. I've only got Goddard and Musgrave at tight end at this point too. Dawson Knox is also a guy that can give you those touchdown-dependent weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, I'm on the clock. I'll get to that in a second. I am looking at Yoshivas. Let's go him. I know Higgins is there. Tyler Boyd's looking at leaving through free agency, so I don't mind that at all. At Perry's a name that I'm looking at as well. Maybe go Javon Baker. I like Baker. Javon Baker. I quite like him. Yeah, sneaky pick. Yeah, I mean, Trey Palmer, I mean, he had those games in him where he kind of just, he did a lot. And it, he didn't think he, like, I'm going, to, I'm going to bring up his game log here in a second. I'm going to, I'm going to draft and bring up his game log because it's the most schizophrenic thing you've ever seen. It's incredible. And good for him. We're up in two picks, then we've got two more picks to go and we go on from there. Where are we? Trey Palmer. And again, for a guy like, okay, we know how quick he is. Let's go Javon Baker. I don't mind Baker. Let's go, ah, oh, sure, and Alec Pierce. Trey Palmer last year, it was a really weird season. You want to go through his, like, his stat log there. It's, it's interesting. So he's got, like, six targets, three for 22. <laughs> Five, four, 84, and a touchdown. 6-4 for 42, 3-2 and 6 with a touchdown. Three targets, two receptions for six yards and a touchdown. He has those weird games. He's, you go through it, it's, it's all over the place. Five, five targets, four receptions, 17 yards. That's, he does that. But, you know, then he gets up a decent like 4-3-51. 7-2 for 47. He's all over the place. It's, it's kind of a bit of a mess. Charlie Jones is a good one taking. Yeah, I mean, you could go Jones, you could go Yoshi. Either way, it's, it's going to look a little bit different with Callahan leaving, no matter what, I think. So, Charlie Jones is a good player. He's, he's shown a little bit too. I, I don't think the Bengals are going to be a team that ever struggles to get receivers the ball. I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you anything you guys don't know, but I've only been watching the NFL for about 10 years since I come to this country. And like, there's one thing that's for certain. They will throw it to their receivers frequently. They do like to do it. So, you know, they're, they're one of those teams that I don't remember them having a bad receiver core for a while. So whoever they bring in, you have to trust that they've got one, a fantastic quarterback that knows how to facilitate and two, 
guys that will produce. And, you know, again, Yosha was, what, yeah, a decent season last year. But yeah, he was decent for, what, was a six-round rookie or something, right? He had a decent year. So, you know, I don't mind him there either. You know, Darius Slayton's still on the board. He's been the Giants' best receiver for the past five years. That's just pathetic and sad at the same time. 700 yards and five touchdowns. Look at it. He does it every year, give or take. And he's sitting there in the 18th round just by himself. Uh, I am completely off Greg Dulcich. I'm going to say that right now. Anybody want Greg Dulcich? He's a guy that's done nothing for three years, two years. He was injured. I just don't care. They brought in Adam Troutman. That's what they did. They brought in they brought in Adam Troutman. They said, watch this. Let's upset the apple cart. Everyone's going mad. Yeah, I don't care for Dulcich this year. But he's got the athletic measurables. Don't give a shit. That's where Dan's at. Demarcus Robinson's an interesting name. He had a few big games as well for the Rams down the stretch. I feel like he's a free agent as well. Fant's a free agent. Gerald Everett's a free agent. Like these guys, you know, Rashad Bateman. Oh my God, 80th round. You, you, you sad thing. It is what it is in that regard though, isn't it? AJ Dillon's hit free agency. He's another guy there in the 17th round. There's a lot of like vets just in, wow, Sanders. My God, 17th round. Who hurt you? What happened? Two rounds to go. We're on the we're on the back end. We're on the back end here. So let's see where we can go here. I, I, I feel like I need another receiver and another tight end. Uh, at this point, maybe another two tight ends at this point. I don't like the tight end room. Dallas, Dallas Goddard's a guy that's really like, he really found that Kyle Rudolph 600 yards, six touchdowns vibe. He's, he's, that's like that's just my generalization for all tight ends, right? Like, yeah, 600 yards, six touchdowns, that's what they're going to give us. Cole Rudolph was always like the, the tight end 10. Tight end 10. He's a top 10 tight end for 600 yards, six touchdowns. There you go. 60 receptions. You do it every year. Ah, Brevin Jordan's gone. Someone's killing me here. 19th round? Damn you. Ah, it's all good. Thanks for watching. I'm going to just claim you're watching the show and then you just drafted that one. So that's what we're going to go with. You speak the name and then it goes. This happens all the time. But yeah, I don't hate Brevin Jordan uh, in that spot there. You know, it's a bit of upside there at tight end. Why not? Why not? A couple other receivers in there that we're looking at. Maybe. Slayton's still sitting there. I don't want more than one Giants receiver. That'd be sad enough as it is. I don't want to do that to myself. Can't do that, can we? No. No. Alec Pierce. All right. Well, if Alec Pierce is there, that's what's happening. Again, he had a different year last year. 500 yards, two touchdowns. Happened mainly with uh, Baker Mayshew. Baker. Baker Mayshew. I got his name mixed up. Gardner Minshew. I've just got, I've amalgamated the two of them. How sad is that? I've been talking for an hour. Like this is beyond me. My show at best is 20 minutes during the season. So for me to give you like two and a half X, like, that's massive. That's massive. I mean, Dawson Knox is there too. Ronald Parham. I don't think another receiver is going to, I'm going to go Dawson Knox. He's good for it, Dawson Knox. Decent, decent players, always a red zone presence. 
He pops up when uh, Josh Allen needs someone as reliable as he is. Uh, no Gabe Davis. They're going to have to bring in other receivers. Khalil Shakir's there too. Not much else outside of them and Diggs. So Kincaid as well, I suppose. But in terms of like these trusted guys, it's like Diggs and Knox at this point. Knox is going to pop up. I'm not going to count on yards, but he might give me those uh, tight end spike weeks. You know what? Just because I'm a, a fancy guy, we're going to add Ben Sano in as well. Ben Sano, Sano, however you want to call it. Big fan of him this year. I think he's got that the athletic profile that you uh, draft or keep talking about. Athletic profile. Yeah, he's decent, I guess. Got to stand for someone this year. We're going to be on the clock. We're going to have four tight ends, I guess. Let's do something weird. God forbid Dallas got it goes down. That would just be my uh, my day. It's a $3 draft, so we're not going to be too upset about that. So our draft is finally done. Thank God. 55 minutes we're going to tee off here. That's madness. Let's bring this home. So we're going to look at this squad just to see how we're going. Don't have to look at the draft board now. I don't think anything there is of any consequence, those last two rounds. Shipley's an interesting name there in the 19th round. Ezekiel Elliott's another one too. Cedric Tillman, if you think he could take the next step forward. Kareem Hunt had some serviceable weeks and we'll probably end up back in Cleveland again. He had, what, hernia surgery? Why not? Our team as it is, as it looks, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, and Geno Smith in the quarterback room, running backs, Bijan, James Connor, Ryan Robinson, Blake Coram, Braylon Allen, and Antonio Gibson. I don't hate that. Wide receivers, it could have been a bit better, but hey, it's it's a lot of hit, hit and hope uh, with these guys. Nico Collins, Cooper Cup, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Christian Kirk, and I've got some upside plays in Trey Palmer, Andre Ioshevis, and Javon Baker. Tight ends are just, should have paid more attention to that, but Dallas got it there. Again, if you're waiting at pick 100 for a tight end, you probably probably shouldn't be overly worried. But hey, listen, the number one tight end last year came up from the 12th, 13th, 14th round in Sam LaPorta, Luke Musgrave, Dawson Knox, and Ben Sano. Rookie. So a couple of rookies in there, not too many. I don't want to go overboard with that. Uh, that's not really my thing. We're going to have a look at these projections at the end uh, just to see what happens. You know, why not? We're all a little curious. But before I do, just one more time before we wrap up, uh, as always, underdogfantasy.com, promo code GF2 for 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks. That's what you really want to get on, on your additional deposit. So, hey, 200 bucks, come play in a few tournaments. Big board's 10 bucks. That's 20 entries into the big board. Decent prize money involved as well. You can do that too. Uh, if not, come find us out on YouTube. Going for two live, it's one of the better places to be. You get all your draft stuff there. The guys kicked off the start of their what, preseason or draft season what, this week. Guys have got it covered. Well, it was Brian, Brian, Ryan, and Jeff this week. Normally, it's just Jeff and uh, Ryan, but they had Brian on too, which is pretty cool. Normally on Dynasty Saturdays as well, uh, except today's Saturday. So I don't know how that works. Schematics, it's not for me. It's not something that I'm really good at, coordination and whatnot. It's, as you can see, how I treated my uh, tight end room. Uh, anyway, that's beside the point. Let's have a look how sad this is. 2,800. Ah, it's not too bad. It could have been worse. I brought the wrong thing down. Let's have a look. Underdog Fantasy. Not too bad, that exposure there. Not too bad. Two Eagles, two Seahawks, two Jags, two Washington players. Not the end of the world. Well, I guess Washington, Antonio Gibson, right? Because he's still on there. A couple from everywhere else. Uh, let's have a look. Not too bad. And I can't find... I can't find the rest of it. It doesn't matter. Crafted, but uh, no, 
We don't want that either. This is when Dan's starting to get into his dad mode. He's just clicking on things for the sake of it. That doesn't matter. But hey, I don't, I don't hate it. You know, there's a lot of rookies in there, a lot of, a lot of free agents too. So it's not the end of the world. You know, you're looking at what, only, I think only three or four tight ends in half PPR averaged over 10 points per game. Oh, seven. Seven tight ends last year averaged over 10 points per game in half PPR. So whatever we get out of this, you know, we're looking at maybe seven, eight, nine points a game. It's not too far behind the leaders there anyway. So I don't hate the team. I think that's how I feel in uh, February. I don't hate it. That's okay. We're going to do these randomly anyway. Might be normally on a Wednesday, I hope. But that's neither here or there. I'm going to try and get a few people on as we go. But either way, until then, thank you for tuning in. Stay safe. Safe bets. Happy punts. Cheers and goodbye.